You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to the Fully Alive radio program. This is the radio program and now podcast of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'm Don Fitzpatrick, and with me is my coworker, Ray Pingoy. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. We just finished Memorial Day weekend. Yes, we did. So we yeah. are officially into the summer. They say unofficially, but officially. Unofficially, officially. <laughs> I guess it's not official until that June 21st, Yes, right? yeah. But... Uh, but it feels like this it summer. feels like summer, and I it re- always reminds me I got to get my AC fixed on my car. Oh, it's gonna get hotter, right? So we had yeah. a car for a couple of years that didn't have air conditioning. That was pretty bad. Yeah, it's a workout. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have that new van for all your children, That's so right. you'll just have to drive that more often. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Be, the, be the van dad. <laughs> That's cool, right? That's right. Right, right. Okay. Well, we have a treat this morning. Um, we have a guest with us um, that's actually calling in, and she is Yvonne Florzek Zeman, a national speaker and author, president and founder of Love from Above Inc. and Time to Speak. And we're going to talk to her a little bit about those two things, uh, in, along with a new project called the Butterfly Garden of Illinois that she has begun. So, good morning, Yvonne. Good morning, Don. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. Oh, well, we're so excited to have you because we're, we really want to share some of the, the great work you're doing um, and let everybody know about it. I mean, this is one of those things we need to shout from the rooftops. Yeah. Um, talk about a great social justice effort um, and a great pro-life effort and everything that we, we're supposed to be doing, I think, is something that you're doing. So let's let's start out just a minute and tell us a little bit about um, Love From Above, Inc., which you're the president and founder of. Well, Love From Above is actually a, um, a corporation. It's an S corporation, and we started it in 1999. And when we started it, we didn't know whether or not we wanted to do a nonprofit or we wanted to do an S corporation because of the um, platform that I was using, Love From Above, at the time was to go to Springfield and and really just um, be an activist for some of the legislation that they were passing in Springfield when Mm -hmm. it came to our daughters and our children and as mothers, you know, that... I felt like we were losing our rights with every piece of legislation <laughs> that was coming across Springfield. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. we decided to go with the um, S-Corporation, um, Love From Above, the name in and of itself. Um, I always tell everyone that I may be the president of Love From Above, but the great I am is the CEO. Okay. And Beautiful. so over time, it's been now um, over 20 years, and... I have developed, you know, products, and I have written books. Um, a lot of, in fact, everything that we have is really just a library of resources for women who are struggling with all kinds of different issues that um, our society all around us continues to ignore, mm-hmm. you know. And so 
we felt that these women needed a place to to be heard, a, a place that they could come and find these resources and be able to start, you know, the healing process in their lives. And so with Love From Above, my very first book was A Time to Speak, mm-hmm. and so it, which is a healing journal for post-abortive women who have been devastated by the aftermath of abortion. And it's just set up in a way that it exposes the myths of abortion Mm -hmm. by a story of a different woman. There's 12 women, um, and each woman comes from a different walk of life. They were at a different, you know, age groups, just different scenarios, because as women, we all end up, you know, in that clinic. For those of us who have had abortions, we end up in that clinic at different, for different reasons and Mm -hmm. different situations. And so, um, it really does bring some clarity to the pro-choice movement and rhetoric because it's about freedom of choice and it's about our bodies and all that stuff. And so it basically deals and talks about the aftermath portion. Everybody talks about it's a woman's choice to choose, but then Nobody talks about what happens after that choice. Exactly. And that's where Love from Above, I believe, kind of sheds light into that and then sheds light into all the other issues that come with abortion. Because abortion isn't this quick fix that you go into, you know, the clinic and, you know, life will resume back on Monday. Everything will be fine, you know. Um, No, that is just the beginning of a journey that this woman is going to have to live of multiple bad choices Mm -hmm. that she will continue to make because of the guilt and shame and remorse and regret that she is feeling because she made this choice to abort her child. So that's what Love From Above is. It's basically a company that provides all of these resources and we're when we when I first wrote wrote the journal, Vicky Thorne, the founder of Project Rachel mm-hmm. wrote the forward uh-huh. and we sent it out to hundred and sixty dioceses worldwide and we got orders from all over and it so it kinda it started the journey, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's what Love from Above is all about. Great. And I know that um, you know being that we we manage the project Rachel here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, there's you know so many women that sometimes they don't realize that the hurt they never they never realize the hurt they're going to feel after an abortion, uh-uh. but sometimes they don't realize it for years even. Um, yes. So you know it's so important to have resources that can address women at different stages and um, yes. from different places in life. Um, I mean, so we've had, you know, women called towards the end of their life, realizing that they never got right with God, you know, um, and women who had an abortion last week and then realize what am I thinking? What am I feeling? You know, so um, so it's wonderful that you have something that actually walks them through 12 different scenarios and, you know, any, yes. any of those. And it's, and it's a healing journal, so it allows them to actually there's questions in the journal um, where, the, and these questions for many of these women, if not all, they were never asked these questions and they needed to ask, be asked these questions so that they could get through what they were going through and how um, they felt, you know, during the time and, and how they feel now and understand sure. that, you know, many of the men that we married, many, you know, just the children that we have, if, if we did continue to have children, you know, how how that choice back when we were whatever age we were, that we got stuck there. Right. We, and until we get unstuck, right, we can't really be in the present, you know, because we're constantly making choices that go back to that place um, of pain and wreckage. Mm-hmm. And we continue to, to to show the manifestation of of this choice that we made and to for many of these women, they're not making those connectors. They're not understanding that, you know, I know for me, you know, in my marriage, I, every time my husband and I would disagree and I felt threatened or I felt insecure or I felt whatever it was I was feeling, I was projecting that on him and yet it had nothing to do with him. It had to do with this feeling that I still had when I was 16 years old when, you know, as a child I knew nothing and my mother 
made that appointment for Planned Parenthood, forced mm-hmm. me to have that first abortion and the devastation that came with that. So there's a lot that we still need to address sure. in you know, when it comes to choice and, and the post-abortion aftermath. And many people don't want to address it, especially people like Planned Parenthood, right. because they know that if they open up Pandora's box, they're never going to be able to justify, you know, the years that they have been destroying women mm-hmm. and ending the the lives of those beautiful babies that were given to them by the great I am, you know. Sure. And so I think that is our new fight, is is, is bringing that post-abortive woman, if you will, to that point where she understands that she is forgiven. And because she's forgiven, she now has to forgive herself, which is the hardest thing sure. for a woman to well, do that's had an abortion. Well, and it's, I just think it's kind of interesting. It, it seems like everything that, that organizations like Planned Parenthood and, of course, the National Organization for Women and groups like that, everything they say about empowering women, really what they're doing is the opposite. Um, Correct. So, so you're, it's, it's you're, the you marketing know. of evil, if you will. Mm-hmm. They've taken certain words like choice and, you know, um, it's my body. and They've taken these words and they have marketed evil through them by convincing women that they, they have the power, they have the right to make their own choice. But wasn't that the same spirit that was birthed in the Garden of Eden? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it the serpent that told the woman, hey, it's okay, you know, you can do this if you want, you know, it's no problem. Right. There's, there are no consequences. You can be like God. And, and here we are now, right? Yeah. Um, trying to still figure out the very basics from what happened from the beginning of time in Genesis 3.15. So um, it's, 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 you know, it's a season that, um, and it's as crazy as this sounds, Don, because there's so much chaos around us and there's so much hopelessness around us. Mm-hmm. And there's so much fear around us. But yet we are in a season right now where I truly believe that God is going to vindicate woman and God is going to bring her into a place where all will see that when he created us, he perfected his creation in and through us. You know, when I go out and I do my speaking engagements, and I always tell the men, I'm sorry, but God first created man, but then I truly believe he got a better idea on what he did in woman. (laughs) He didn't put in man, you know? (laughs) Well, and you know, we know from Theology of the Body that God was just reserving her under his arm to bring forth at the right moment. I think Adam needed Amen. Adam needed to want. He needed to know that he was there all by himself and there was nobody for him in the in the garden of Eden until you know Eve was brought forth. I mean, that's so incredible, right? Mm-hmm. That was God's yeah. masterpiece. He said, "Well, don't worry, Adam, you're not all by yourself. Here you go." Um, but yep. the, the devil's managed to twist that through history to make yep. women to be, you know, servants and slaves and, um, you know, the, the man trying to squash her, unfortunately. But anyway, let's, um, let's pick up there after the break. We're getting ready to go to a, a little commercial break, and we will come back and talk some more with you, Yvonne. Okay, sounds good. I was dead in the grave I was covered in sin and shame I heard mercy call my Do you know how to do that multiplication? That is totally fine. I feel great. I got good grades. I am 
happy that I was able to be in school for almost entire school year. It has been such a sense of accomplishment. We had an influx of new students from the public schools who were happy that we were open. I thought that I'd like learn about the microscopes in probably like sixth grade or seventh. I didn't know that I'd be learning about it right now. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. invest. They invest socially, emotionally, spiritually, and financially in a Catholic education. My students, they, they've been working really hard through this crazy time. My hopes for my students is to thrive, to thrive social-emotionally, to thrive academically. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Four two one nine. Welcome back to Fully Alive, the radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. You're listening to Dawn and Ray, and we are talking with Yvonne Florzak-Zeman, who is a national speaker and author and president and founder of Love From Above, Inc. And we were just talking a little bit about what Love From Above is all about, and it's about the true empowerment of women, which unfortunately uh, our common culture kind of has gotten that wrong. And we were just talking mm -hmm. about that. So... Um, I'd really like to jump into a project that you're working on from Love From Above called the Butterfly Garden. Um, this is just the embodiment of empowering women. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about what the Butterfly Garden is, Yvonne, and then we can um, share that with our audience. Absolutely. Well, first of all, Don, I want to thank you so much for you being able, just the gifts and talents that you have, to be able to see this project for the beauty that it represents, you know, because this project, the Butterfly Garden, and the reason why it's called the Butterfly Garden is because it was from the garden, mm -hmm. right? It was from the garden that woman fell. Yes. It was in that place that she was able in the afternoons to fellowship with the great I am, right? We mm -hmm. fell from that place. And so we are trying through the Butterfly Garden and from above really show women that that God misses her, yeah. that God wants her to come back into that garden and, and fellowship with him. And, and he understands that there are m many women out there that have been incredibly disappointed by man, you know, and it's mm -hmm. not because man is a bad person. It's because God never created man and woman to look to one another. He created us to look to him. And when sin took place, right? Mm -hmm. It opened up the eyes of man. And then we saw in each other the flaws. We saw yes. in each other the sin. But God doesn't see a woman like that. And so the butterfly garden is about restoring the dignity of woman and why God created her. And God created her in essence to create life. He entrusted woman with the greatest gift he could have given humanity. He trusted her with a womb. Yep. 
which, as we all know, because of the Blessed Mother, it's a tabernacle, because that is what our, our Mother Mary had been given, is a tabernacle to host, right, the yes, Son absolutely. of God. And so we at the Butterfly Garden and through Love from Above, our mission and our goal and our vision is to be able to give women the tools necessary to be successful, to be heads of households. Because unfortunately for many of them that find themselves in an unexpected pregnancy, mm-hmm. choice tells them that it's their body and it's their choice. But the reality is, is that choice is nothing other than a get-out-of-jail-free card for 95% of men out there that have absolutely no integrity and will not stand by that sure. woman when she finds herself pregnant, which he was a part of. Right. And so those women that find themselves in that situation, we want those women to know, hey, you can do this. You can be a mom. You can bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan. Remember, I am woman, hear me roar. That's right. All those things that we as women have been fighting for, you can do that. All she needs is a support system. All she needs is a place where she can lay her head with that child knowing that she will be safe and she will be able the next morning to wake up and go out and work on her gifts and talents so that we can empower her to be that head of household. and to be a mommy for Joey or Susie. Mm -hmm. And so the Butterfly Garden is a place that really, um, it it, it, it is the epitome, if you will, of social justice because it is a place where we are going to give these women that might have, like, no education, you know, women who might be just single moms and have never been able to get out of their circumstances, women who, you know, and girls who have broken relationships with with their fathers and have never known a father, women who have never even had mothers in their lives that they can emulate their mothers as how to become a mother. At the Butterfly Garden, we're offering a two-year transitional housing program where these women will come in and for two years they will live with us and we will teach them life skills so that when they leave us in two years, they will be a head of household. They will understand entrepreneurship. They will have gifts and talents and skills that will empower them to basically be whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an amazing if, program. Yeah, Yvonne, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, uh, this is Ray, by the way, Yvonne. I, I just want to honor you and thank you for really starting this off and and uh, this it's such a great reminder that it is uh that beautiful garden right uh, it is that it, from that start of that beautiful garden and uh i i just love the fact that you're building community and reminding women of of who they are can you speak a little bit about how others can maybe support this beautiful ministry that god has started in your hearts how can how can others uh, uh support this well I would say, first of all, thank you for the compliment, but I got to tell you that I wrote this program with an attitude towards God at 3 o'clock in the morning when he was waking me up to write it. So it wasn't like the I Holy was Spirit. this wonderful yeah. servant. Give, give him the credit for God sure. definitely walked me through every step of this, and it was a 10-year program. Where we're at right now, as you know, first of all, we need prayer, you know, sure, but then we need finances, you know. So sure. if anyone you know, wants to donate, our website is thebutterflygardenillinois.org. There's a place to donate, but there's also a place to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And we need other women to come alongside of these girls as mentors, as, as Titus women, to lead and instruct and help them build a solid foundation. Women who understand the beauty of motherhood and have the gifts and talents that they can impart into these women. We will have a full-blown culinary program, fashion design program, early education program, which will be uh, a babysitting co-op program, if you will. We will have an entrepreneurship program, a hope program, a children's program. So we need help. We need volunteers. So you could go to our website at the Illinois 
the 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 butterflygardenillinois.org mm-hmm. um and just enjoying our efforts because i believe that for such a time as this god has chosen illinois which to is be yeah. <laughs> the apostolic state yeah. that will bring these butterfly gardens across the nation i believe that what God wants to do is put a butterfly garden on every college campus across this nation. Mm-hmm. And so for that, we're going to need philanthropists. So yeah, for those for sure. philanthropists that are out there that are listening to this, we need those checks to come in so that we can empower these women and walk alongside of them the way the church has always done because of our Blessed Mother. It's time now to put our money where our mouth is, and actually execute these programs so that these women can have a better tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, and, and your goal is that this will open in December, correct? That is correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I I feel like the Butterfly Garden is like the end. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. You know, there was no place, right, for Mary to have her baby. There was no place. What better gift to give our Blessed Mother this year than a place where we can open up so that these women that are pregnant will have a place to stay and live and know that God loves them, that they are a special gift from the great I am, and that the child within their womb is not a crisis. It's not a mistake. Mm -hmm. It is a gift, and He will empower them to be the best mothers they will ever be. Right. Well, and and certainly with all the support system that you're setting up and the educational opportunities, um, this is this is really going to place women to to be the best they can be. Um, and and you know, I just think it's Amen. it's so funny that the um, ab- the abortion industry and the National Organization for Women will tell you that those of us that believe in life are not we do not believe in life past the womb. <laughs> and here you are showing ev- a, a, a huge um, evidence of the opposite that we want to we definitely want to empower women we definitely want to take care of women and as a matter of fact they've kind of defined empowerment in the wrong way so right. um so that's so that's Correct. so important and it would be nice if we could link arms with the Nat- national organization for women and say let's really give women a choice let's show them they can do this and give them Amen. the support they need to tell them that they are they're worth it you know tell, tell them that uh it is empowering to go ahead and have a child because that's why god made us oh my gosh so absolutely and i think that um the 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 now organization the women that are holding up those banners don those are the women that are hurting the most you're those right are the women that are convinced that god would never forgive them those are the women that that have that have felt that they were forsaken and those are the women that need God the most. Those are the women that God's mercy can reach. Right. You know, and absolutely. that is what social justice is all about. Yes, it absolutely. It is about reaching the most vulnerable of our society, mm. the, the women who have been crushed by our society by the lie of choice, to reach out to them and let them know that we are here for the same mission, yes. you know, and it's to empower women. Well, how can you empower a woman? By giving her the tools necessary so that she can be the mother that God has called her to be. Not to tell her that she has to pick one or the other. Right. That is not what my mother marched, you know, yeah. for when she was marching for women's you know, rights. That's not what she marched for. Sure. And so it's time for women to come together and understand that it doesn't, this isn't about being Republican or Democrat. It's about being an independent thing. Thinker. It's not about Catholics or Protestants. It's about being children of God. Yes. It's not about rich or poor. It's about social justice. Yep. It's not even about being pro-life or pro-choice. It's about being pro-woman. If you want to be pro-woman, then you're going to get in touch with us, and right. you're going to be a part of this amazing project because this will empower women. Absolutely. All they can be. And that is the mission and vision of Love from Above. Okay. And 
the Butterfly Garden. Yes. And just so everybody knows, you can go to the butterflygardenillinois.org for more information about the Butterfly Garden. You can uh, donate. You can donate your time. And, and you're still in, in the building phase. So if somebody wants to help with that part of the process, that's something to, yeah, to do, night, too. The Knights of Columbus, if they're out there and they're hearing us, we need our Joseph to step up and contact us because we need them to help us put that place together. Absolutely. Okay, well, it is time for us to go to break, and we thank you so much for joining us this morning, Yvonne. Um, This is a very worthy project. I'm sure we will talk to you again in the future as it progresses. Um, And if everybody listening or watching us can hang on for a minute, and Ray and I will be right back to talk some more with you on Fully Alive. Thanks, Yvonne. Thank you, Don. I was covered in sin and shame. I heard mercy call my name Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Catholic Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847-546-5733. Five four six five seven three three. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Fully Alive, the radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. Dawn and Ray are your hosts, and we just had a wonderful conversation yes, we did. with Yvonne Florzak-Zeman um, about her organization, Love From Above, and their project, the Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo, the Butterfly Garden, <laughs> well, the Buffalo Rome, right? Um, it was just such a, a, a great project. I got a, a chance to go out and preview mm. uh, what she's doing a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's just it's just incredible. Um, this this she she's going to have a place for thirty to forty mothers to stay with their with their child or children. Um, whether she's a, a pregnant mother or um, or a parenting mother that has children and is single and nowhere else to go, 
Um, she's going to teach them how to manage their family, how to keep their finances, how to budget, yeah. how to uh, have a career, and yeah. how to be self-employed and uh, market themselves, and how to live with other people, and how to how to support each other, and how to babysit for each other. That's and the beauty of just, it. Yes. Yeah, the, the community, the, the family, right? Uh, I, yeah. I've always believed that it doesn't, uh, uh, it, it takes a whole village mm-hmm. to raise children, so I, I yeah, prayers up for her and, and the many things that God is calling her to do. So God bless. God yes, bless Yvonne. And, absolutely. And yeah, all those things, yeah. Well, you know, and as I was listening to her talk, you know, I, I just heard these natural themes of theology of the body right, yeah. in what she was saying. You know, we, you and I, Ray, every, it informs everything, right? Theology yeah. of the body. Um, it informs our work. It informs our lives. Um, and what she was talking about was that women have forgotten God's plan for her, yeah. which is what we, what John Paul II called spiritual amnesia. Right. Yes. And he, uh, with the teaching of John Paul II, this theology of the body, we always say this is nothing new, right? This is nothing new. But really, he, John Paul II was used by God through the Holy Spirit to talk about the garden. Yes. It, you know, points us back to in the beginning, it was not so. It was not so. And that's exactly what yeah. her her garden theme. Right. She said women fell in the garden. Well, mm-hmm. yes, they did. But but it was it was a wonderful place until that happened. And then they were cast out of the garden. Mm-hmm. So she is welcoming women back to the garden um, and all that that has, you know, to give and the gifts that God had for us there. I just also uh, want to highlight this because sometimes I'm and we're in a culture now where and I'll just be honest, Don. Uh, sometimes I feel like, as a man, maybe I shouldn't talk. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't speak. You know what I mean? And so, but at the same time, in the beginning, it was not so. Uh, you know, after original sin, when we've forgotten who we are, when we had that spiritual amnesia, that trauma that happened in the beginning, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, and, and I'm not saying all women are like this, but a lot of women look at men as the enemy. Yeah. And I, I'd like to say, no, no, not not me. <laughs> You're, you're right. I'm you're not right. me, not me. You know, and I'm I'm yes. I'm here with you all, um, in that sense. And we we are, we are the we are made in His image and likeness, and we have to be reminded of that identity. Well, absolutely. And th- and this is a crisis of identity. Yeah. I think every everywhere we look around us, there's crisis of identity, um, and who we are, who we're meant to be, why God created us, male and female. Um, there's huge a crisis of that, um, and a, and a lot of women today believe that they'd be better off without men mm. um, or that they could outman men, which was not God's plan for us. Uh, we're created equal, but mm. complementary right. for a reason, you know, it became like a competition. Yes. You know, who can top each other, who can be the better, the best. But really, it's a complementarity. It's a complementarity. I mean, with, you know, women don't make sense without men. Men don't make sense yes. without women. Yes. Um, and, and when you start to say one or the other has to go, um, well, that's not only uh, de- depleting ourselves, but that's going to deplete our entire world, mm, right? Yeah. We, we're only good together. We're only good together. Right. And it all makes sense. And praise be to God that I, I still continue to thank God to for, for him to be leading me to serve in this department, in this ministry of, of Respect Life, of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity, because it really does reflect that we all have human dignity. And that's what we've been reminding all these. Um, I gave a talk last week to seventh graders at a okay. school about human dignity and solidarity. Where does human dignity begin? How do we get human dignity? Can we earn it? Can we lose it? You know, And all these seventh graders are super smart. Uh, and they, they had these great questions. And But at the same time, they need to start wrestling. They're, they're no longer, you know, because we also give talks to uh, fifth graders and you know they they still have a uh, a mind of you know, they, they're still trying to figure things out right? right as seventh graders back in the day when I was a seventh grader I thought I knew everything you know well sure, sure. <laughs> but I, I was really inviting them to wrestle with some of the thoughts that maybe some of the ideas that they had where does where does uh where do we need to start respecting life sure because the the common answer and and you know I, I'm sure you've heard this before but the common answer is is that yeah uh, when they're born and I'm like wait well what about before that that's right because I show them pictures of my family mm-hmm. and um, I I tell them this is big news by the way I tell them that we're also expecting <laughs> we're expecting a another child our, our sixth child this coming September and I told them babe wait wait well how about this child that's a uh, good six months old right now. 
And so they start thinking. Well, you know, I, and I wonder if some of that mindset doesn't come from the fact that, you know, your birthday is so important. Right. What about yeah. your conception day? Right, right, right. You know, right. I, I often, I gave a talk at um, St. Alphonsus on uh, the Feast of the Annunciation. Yes. And that day, I think we've had a big miss. We should be celebrating March 25th even mm. more fervently than December 25th. Mm, you beautiful. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the day that Jesus entered the world. That's right. Yeah. And we and we tend to say, well, you're one, you're you're 20, but that only goes back to that birthday. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to do math and stuff. So right. <laughs> but you know, if but, but if we I did it differently, you, yeah. then it would be something we just know how to do, right? right? But yeah. I think that people don't, they forget that just because the woman gets a little fatter, that's because there's a child in there. <laughs> and that means something, right? That's right. Um, it means a lot. It's when, my gosh, she's she's the the child bearer. She's, mm. she's uh, bringing that child to us. And, and we're all going to get the gift of that child. So, um, yeah. and that's something people forget too, is if, you know, if, the, if a child is denied a birthday, then we're all denied that, mm-hmm. that beautiful gift. Yeah. Um, every single one of us are missing something when a child isn't given a birthday. So um, how, how sad, right? <laughs> I know. And we got to remind each other because as you said, it's that spiritual amnesia that happens. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I am guilty of this at times and I know this, yeah. but I need to be reminded of the beauty, the beauty of how God made us, how mm-hmm. God made me, how God, where God is calling me. Sure. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, and I think it's interesting. She's, she's talking about a, this is going to be a project for women, by women, yes. run by women. And it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, um, but we need the men behind the scenes mm-hmm. to make that happen. The St. Joseph, she said Yes, it. she <laughs> did. And that yeah. is so important. I mean, St. Joseph is such a, a role model mm-hmm. for us all to understand the role of a man, you know, right. the role of a father, the role of a husband to, yeah. to to really be behind that woman and make sure she can be successful, empower her mm-hmm. to be strong in everything she can be. You know, yes. if it weren't for St. Joseph, Mary couldn't have been the mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and not, be, not because of the child's conception, but because she needed that strong man yeah. to to build her up. And as a man, we have a, a place in there. We have a role in there, and we take great example um, from St. Joseph. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Pope Francis, uh, you know, really deems this year uh, as a year for St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. And so we ask for his prayers because I think us men, we, we need to, we need a great example. We sure. We need a great, great sure. example in St. Joseph. And, and you know, I, I think we... We forget about him sometimes. He never spoke in the Bible. Yeah, he's a quiet guy in the background, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but he did so much. He, he did, did a lot. so much, yeah. absolutely. And just knowing that, you know, he he took care of Mary from the the, the moment he God asked him to. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it really says a lot about what a father should be. Right. Um, and then, really, you're you're only um, given that child from God for a short period of time mm-hmm. to care for them. God's really the father, right? So. That's right. Um, so this, this is all things that we learned in our theology of the body. Um, and certainly things we do in our office, like you're saying, you, you do talks for Mm -hmm. middle school. You've done quite a few lately. Yeah. A lot of, uh, last minute additions now that uh, schools are opening up and heading towards summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, they want to make sure that, uh, the students know the truth about who they are. And how important is that? We're, we're so confused. There's an identity crisis, as I said, in this, in this country, in this world, um, and this is a great opportunity for us to talk to the young people about what their identity really is mm-hmm. and what it's rooted in. And it's rooted in being a child of God. Amen. And that's where our dignity comes from. It doesn't come from the job you have. It doesn't mm-hmm. come from um, where you're born that's or, or yeah. your family. It's your dignity comes. Be, it's it's an innate trait that's right. given to us because we're children of God. Or even if you make a mistake, you know, uh, and you do something terrible. You don't you you don't lose that. It's a gift that God has given you mm-hmm. that human dignity that you have. I think where people get that confused, you can't take someone's dignity away, mm-hmm. but you can treat them as if they have no dignity. That's right. Yeah. And it, but this is all behaviors, right? Um, and behaviors are what we should challenge and judge anyway. Um, we want to how how are we treating someone? Correct. Yeah. Um, and we always should look at somebody with complete respect for the dignity that God gave them. So, all right. So we are getting ready to take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk to you some more about Theology of the Body and our plans for the summer.
Catholic Charities After Supper Visions program helps guests of our Tuesday night supper program develop their skills as photographers. Unique talent has been discovered as the artists capture Chicago's world-class landmarks and natural settings in new and beautiful ways. On Friday, June 4th at 5 p.m., After Supper Visions will host a free virtual 30-minute program to celebrate all of the artists' achievements. Hear from the artists and see the striking photos that rival those of any art gallery in Chicago. Join us. To RSVP, call 312-655-7932. That's 312-655-7932. Or visit AfterSupperVisions.com. At After Supper Visions, we're developing film, talent, and hope. The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Thanks for hanging with us through the break. You're listening to Fully Alive with Dawn and Ray. And we were just kind of talking a little bit about the work of our office mm-hmm. and uh, how theology of the body is the thread that kind of keeps us together. Um, and we look at everything through the lens of theology of the body. Um, so we were, you were just talking about some of the, the work you do yes. in middle schools. We also have sometimes presentations in high schools. Um, we bring in national speakers. We take people to the March for Life when there's not a pandemic. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we try, we help people to understand what it means to be pro-life, certainly. Right. It, it, it's, again, it's a, that invitation, that reminder of, of who they are. Yes. It's that, that identity. Um, and I think that all of the, all of our problems are at the root of identity, right? So, yeah. That yeah. That's where, that's where, um, you know, Satan really figured it out. Even at the Garden of Eden, when he con- convinced Eve that she needed to know more um, about who she was, and then he mm. led them in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the good news is, it's that it's still in us. Yes. Right. It's it's written in our bodies. It's written in our hearts. Yes. And that's why you know that we're we're uh, with. Uh, the Dumb Ox Ministries mm-hmm. uh, were led to this uh, beautiful program, this beautiful retreat called the Echo, because it's written in our hearts. There's a, a distant echo that we still hear, uh, mm-hmm. that we still see in in the way God made us. 
uh, and it's that of that beautiful garden. It's that longing that, that we longing, all feel, yeah. and you and we all have this the longing desire. and desire for for love. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we misunderstand it, but we know that longing is there. Right. And sometimes people choose to fill that longing with stuff, mm-hmm. um, but it never really fulfills. It's temporary. It's temporary, and then they end up throwing those things away. And sometimes people do that to people. Right. They say, "Well, I can fill this longing that right. I have for God with you." And then you can't live up to God, right. so I can just throw you away. Yeah, with just with that little bit of tweaking, untwisting. I say little bit as in like it's easy. No, <laughs> you know, it's, this is a lifetime effort. It's a lifetime effort. It's a journey, but truly, it's just that little tweaking of of that heart to to see the world, to see who we are, to see our hearts in in a new way. Yes, it really does open up. But I, the saints got it right. I think they saw it, and they were. Dancing through life, you know, we at times, at times, sometimes and we, they had rough t- lives, <laughs> um, of course. But at the same time, even their rough life, the, the during the suffering, during that uh, the sacrifice, they were dancing through it because they heard the music, you know. Right. And sometimes they're like, ah, they're crazy. Why are they dancing? But no, they were truly dancing through life because mm-hmm. they heard the mm-hmm. music. Well, and that's you know, and it, it, I think God's there for us to hear. Um, but you have to open your ears. That's right. right? And open your heart. And pay attention. Open invitation. So we have do something in the summer called Echo, as as Ray was saying, and it's a retreat typically that's a week long for youth or teens, um, Mm -hmm. older teens and young adults. But this summer it's going to be a little different. Yeah. Usually we would have, and you know, a lot of people, I'm I'm hearing a lot of uh, uh, great and positive because we we just launched it. So we were having, as Don mentioned, we're having uh, an echo for young adults this this coming summer. But usually we have it, you know, for younger or older teens and, uh, and young adults. And we try to set up that garden. We try to set up that uh, the beauty of how it was. And and I mean it's it's a lot like what Yvonne was saying. Yes. We're teaching skills, community. We're community. We're yeah. helping each other. We we become reliant on one another. Different vocations. Different vocations. Yeah. We have we have sisters and priests and uh, married couples That's and right. families yeah. and single people all living together for a week. For a whole um, week. For a whole week. <laughs> um, and we just support one another and we sing and we dance and we have a great time. We play games yes. and um, and hear talks and about hear talks. God's plan for us. And of course, uh, have the, the sacraments there as well. Reconciliation. Yes. Such an important mass. part. The source and summit of our faith, right? That's with the, right. With communion. That's um, right. The and, mass. and this summer, uh, come in July, we... We invite our young adults. We're having this just for young adults because it will be, in a sense, a taste of what uh, we usually uh, offer up here. And as I mentioned, there's a lot of comments already from our young adult community. Praise be to God that you guys are having it back. I'm so glad because they missed it. Last year we had to cancel we it did. because of pandemic. We did. And so we're we're not able to do the full-blown echo this summer. It takes a whole lot of planning yes, it does. and a whole lot of people. So we're going to keep it a little more socially distant. Um, the space will be limited. And it's not an overnight opportunity, but it is a two-day opportunity. So it'll be Friday, July 9th. Mm-hmm. And, and way into the evening of Saturday, July 10th. Um, so we, we are asking people, um, to, you'll go home in between, or if you want to get a hotel downtown, that's up to you. Um, and if people want to fly in for it, um, they can, but yes. but we can't provide the uh, the residential part this time. So that's that's just something that people can you know consider. But we we do have limited space at this point. We're hoping that we'll be able to open up more spaces mm-hmm. as as June progresses and the success of of uh, our our herd immunity, our yeah. our scene. Um, Prayers we, up. Yes. Yeah. But but meanwhile, it's going to be such a great opportunity, and we do we will have priests with us. We're working on some sisters. And uh, and definitely a, a young adult community, and and Brian Butler and Dumox Ministries will be there. So yeah. that's um, just a gift to have them certainly. As Don mentioned, it's on July the 9th and the tenth. So save the dates. Actually, uh, visit our website uh, and uh, sign up. Sign up now. Register yeah. now. And and we we do expect that our our limited seating, so to speak, will fill. Um, so you want to sign up now if you're hearing That's this right. and you want to and you're interested. Sign up now. Um, it's a reasonably cost. We're only charging ninety five dollars, um, or you could join us virtually for forty five dollars. But you'll you'll miss out on the in person and the mm-hmm. and the meals, of course, that we'll provide. But um, but it would still be worth it for the virtual opportunity. And then um, 
assuming things open up more, we can open up more spaces. But we don't know that that'll happen. So yeah. let's uh, let's get signed up. We already have Sorry. some registered, right, Ray? We do, we do, and we just opened up during the Memorial Day weekend. I can't believe people actually, you know, signed up and, and took that time to they were to like register. holding their breath waiting oh, for God us. Bless to, them. Yes, yes, and uh, we're it's going to be hosted in Saint Alphonsus Church in uh, in Chicago. So. Uh, mm-hmm. We're looking forward to that. Uh, again, as Don mentioned, this is the time, if you're hearing this right now, run to the computer and register now. And so the definition of young adult is anyone who graduated from high school a year ago or older. So if you um, are my age and you want to attend, you can, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Ray will be there. That's right. I'll be there. Uh, we're not the traditional young adults, <laughs> although we are young adult at heart. That's right. So... Um, but, but, you know, we do end up with, with college students and uh, people just out of college um, all the way into their 30s. So certainly um, if you're – I'm not in my 30s. So if you're, if you're my age, you're welcome as well. There's also <laughs> – already they, they've registered, but there, there will also be uh, freshly uh, married young couples there as yes, well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. A few have already said they wanted to they come. They did, yeah. So that's, that's exciting. And then we always have a team of, of young people helping us um, – because it takes a it takes a whole community to put on Echo. That's right. Um, so, and then it ends up being that everybody wants to come and help the next time around. So, yeah. you know, so we so we welcome any any young adult adult who would like to attend, um, and then we we'd welcome you into our community because that's this is where we build our theology of the body communities mm-hmm. is Echo, um, and a, a number of young people that always want to know what's next. Yeah. Can I help? Can I help you spread the word? Can I learn how to, to teach people? Can I live my life this way? Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things I think people learn at Echo is that uh, that we all have a vocation that God has chosen for us. You just may not realize it for a while, but mm-hmm. you need to live your life knowing God has a plan for you. That's right. And uh, yeah, that uh, reminder of our identity. Mm-hmm. So we invite all to experience Echo this summer, uh, July the 9th and through the 10th. And, uh, and sign up. Sign up um, as soon as uh, you're able to because, as Don mentioned, space is limited. Mm-hmm. But you'll want to bring your talents because we will end with a, a talent of show of stuff. sorts. Yes, yeah. that's the usual so, of that, the echo experience. Right. It's, a, just a, it's a wonderful time. And plus, you'll probably get to see it raise kids. That's right. That's right. They love echo. <laughs> <laughs> they were always looking forward to echo. I think they were more disappointed than we they were, were. They last <laughs> year that we didn't get to do echo. They're looking forward for this year, this July. Right, right. Okay, so we have had a very full hour. We spent the first hour uh, talking to Yvonne Florzak-Zeman about her wonderful project, The Butterfly Garden, mm-hmm. and all that entails. And and really, she was talking about this spiritual amnesia mm-hmm. that we all we all feel, and she's trying to help people get in touch with, their, with God's plan for them. Um, it's just a wonderful project that we will be involved with, uh, you know, well through its opening, and hopefully... Um, We'll continue to partner with Yvonne um, on the project going forward. And what a yeah. blessing that the first Butterfly Garden is opening here in Chicago. Chicago, yeah, much needed. And it is right downtown, by the way. So, um, you know, I'm sure anybody anybody could uh, help us yes. with yeah. that. So just a reminder, if you um, would like to know more about the Butterfly Garden, you can go to butterflygardenillinois.org. Um, and certainly more information about ECHO can be found at respectlifechicago.org. And um, also, if you would like to see us in person, this is now a podcast um, on YouTube. And any time that uh, we broadcast a radio program here at, Ch- at Catholic Chicago, you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago and watch it. Um, and it's, it will be live on the air um, right alongside the radio program, and then you can watch it over and over again. If you, if you really want to watch it over and over again, you can. Go for it, yeah. <laughs> we'll also be posting this on the, Arch, the Archdiocese Facebook page and the Archdiocese of Chicago Respect Life Facebook pages. So um, join us. And, we'll, and this is the end of today's show. We'd like mm-hmm. to thank Yvonne Florzak-Zeman for joining us. Um, And we will look forward to talking to you in July. God bless.
Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.